Hi everybody, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And uh, this podcast is three filmmaking tips for uh, beginners. And I wanted to say uh, right now it's a little weird. We're in the middle of the coronavirus thing. And uh, my next episode I'll talk more extensively about the coronavirus for sure. Um, But for now, uh, this episode is three filmmaking tips for beginners. Uh, Tonight's a little weird. I'm feeling a little heartbroken. (laughs) Uh, Backstreet Boys have a song, uh, Quit Playing Games With My Heart. And I'm sort of having some stuff happening with a woman. But that's okay. All women are awesome. And I'm a feminist. And I'll be okay. You'll be okay. We'll all be okay. And also right now it's kind of weird because it's like, yeah, the coronavirus, it's just weird and it's sad and um yeah all victims of the coronavirus uh vic- people who actually have the coronavirus like that those people are in my prayers uh the rest of us were like sheltering in place and it just all feels weird and uncertain and basically our lives have changed um drastically right and then uh one of my a couple of my friends um even my sister who live really great lives don't get me wrong and they're very grateful people but they've talked about how they feel sad and 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 I just want to say it's okay to feel sad with all this coronavirus stuff because this is this is sad you know what I mean and it doesn't mean we're not grateful like hey as far as I know I don't have it and and I'm grateful for that but the fact that our lives have changed, you know, all I just walked by my favorite movie theater today and it's boarded up, you know what I mean? And I get it, like, I get it's not like, quote unquote, the end of the world, but everyone's lives have drastically changed in a matter of weeks. A couple of weeks ago, I, w- I could go to the movies and it's something that made me happy and now I can't, you know what I mean? Because it could lead to somebody like, Get, you know what I mean? Like, we have to act like we all have it, so to speak. And so I have to act like I have it so I, I can protect people in the community who are more vulnerable than me. And so I want to fully acknowledge, like, my next podcast, I will talk about the coronavirus because this is what's on everyone's mind. Um, but uh, but this podcast, I'll talk about three filmmaking tips uh, for beginners. But today is a weird day. Right now, it's a weird time. I just want to acknowledge that. And whatever you're going through right now, um, I'm praying for you. You're in my prayers. It's it's okay to feel sad or weird right now. This is a weird, sad time, you know. And it doesn't mean we're not grateful. We're we're. I'm very grateful that I'm okay. You know what I mean? Everything's okay. I know that logically. But this feels weird. Uh, this coronavirus stuff feels weird and uncertain and sad and we're getting I'm watching the news every day I'm reading this the the newspaper every day and this is all very weird so I want to if you're feeling weird or feeling just whatever whatever you're feeling I want to I want to extend empathy to you because life as we know it has changed significantly and it sucks, right? A couple of weeks ago, I could go out to a restaurant with friends and it was fun. And right now we can't do that. Like it's just life as we know it has changed. And 
it, it's weird and it sucks, but at the same time, I do have perspective. You're right. Like I'm, I'm grateful for the things that I should be grateful for. Right. I have food. I have money. I mean, decent amount of money to live off of. I have friends and family. Like, you know, I'm doing a lot of Zoom calls. Like, I'm doing a lot of uh, Google Hangouts. Like, you know, I'm coping. I'm, uh, I'm okay. You're okay. But it's okay to feel a little bit weird right now because right now things feel weird. And also, actual victims of the coronavirus are in my prayers. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I'll quickly talk about three filmmaking tips for beginners. Um, okay, so you can go to my website if you want to watch the video of this. You can go to my website if you want to read the blog. But also, I just uh, sit back and relax and enjoy this uh, podcast. Okay, so um, three steps to if you want to be a filmmaker. Okay, here's the deal if you want to be a filmmaker. Right now would be the best time to make a movie. Uh, basically, uh, you know, you're stuck in your house. Uh, that's, that's your location. <laughs> you can make a really awesome, like, uh, scary movie in your house. Go for it. You know what I mean? Make a B-movie horror film or make a drama or whatever. You've got a great location right now. Your house, your backyard, your front yard. Uh, yeah. Think of it as the most awesome location ever. So, all right. So, the thing about filmmaking is there's just so much advice out there. If you if you Google how to make a movie, uh, you will go very quickly down the rabbit hole. And to be honest, all of it's really great advice. Like, I'm just going to make a blanket statement. Um, all of it's awesome, awesome, awesome advice. I'm going to do this sort of like motivational, follow your heart, uh, be poetic, artsy fartsy advice. I'm going to I'm going to give you this advice first before we start getting into like the uh, technical side of filmmaking. All right. So having said that, okay, I'm going to give you three steps on how to make a movie. Um, and I made a romantic comedy. It's 90 minutes long. I think it's awesome if I do say so myself. And I don't mean to brag. I do mean to brag. But <laughs> uh, Strangers on the internet have complimented my movie. So that's something. I mean, that's a lot. Okay. All right. So strangers, strangers on the internet have said, my movie's awesome. I did not pay them to say that. <laughs> you can go to my website and check it out. All right. So since I made a 90-minute romantic comedy and people like it and I'm making a little bit of money off of it. All right. These based on that and based on my expertise, if you will, these are my tips. Three tips on how to make a movie. If you've never made a movie ever, 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 no problem. I got you. Okay. Step one. Um, okay. Embrace the technology, all right? And there's a caveat to that. Okay. So uh, I'm essentially at the end of the day, I'm awesome, but I'm a hillbilly from Virginia. I'm, I'm a, 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 a gay lesbian hillbilly from Virginia. I'm, you know, I believe in equality of everybody and I believe in love, joy, and kindness for every de- everybody. But when I moved to San Francisco, I realized like I'm, I'm kind of at the end of the day, I'm just kind of like country bumpkin and that's awesome that's amazing uh but anyway i moved from virginia went to college in richmond virginia which is uh, the capital of virginia and then i moved to san francisco california uh so what i want to say is i moved out here and i got into filmmaking and at first the technic the technological aspect of filmmaking can be intimidating but i want to tell you please 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 don't let the technology um 
don't let it scare you um, because it's kind of just not that big of a deal. I, I say that with love, but okay. So the technical side of filmmaking, I'm going to just make a little list here. Uh, there's screenwriting. You got to write the screenplay. You got to use, by the way, their screenwriting format. Um, there's casting. You got to cast the actors. Uh, you got to find a crew. Uh, you got to manage and lead the crew, right? They're, they're going to need leadership from you. Uh, there's some pre-production you got to do. There's production. That's when you actually make the movie. Uh, there's rehearsals with the actors if you want to do that. Uh, there's costume design, making the costumes. Then you got to find like a makeup artist. You have to lead what you want the makeup to look like. Um, you don't have to have all of this. This is just a list. Then there's cinematography. That's just how you're setting up the lights. There's sound, like on-set sound, capturing the sound, capturing the dialogue. Then there's sound design. That's post-production, what you want the sound design to look like, the sound mix. Uh, there's editing. You're going to need to edit your videos, edit your movie. There's something called color correction. All movies have color correction. And there's also practical effects, whatever kind of movie you're making. Uh, are there any effects in your movie? Um, and then there's just general special effects. General special effects are like... It's where you actually digitally like create some effects, right? Uh, think like a Michael Bay movie with the robots, right? Uh, when he does the Transformer movies, those are for sure special effects. They're kind of animation. Someone has to create those robots, right? And and what one people what people tend to say across the board about the Transformer movies is that the special effects are like outstanding, and I could not agree more. The robots, the design of the robots on the Transformers movies are really, 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 like, amazing. Okay. But, okay, so that's just a list of stuff you would need to do. I want to tell you, please, please, please don't let any of that scare you. It's all doable. It's all very, 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 very doable. Uh, if you want to make a movie, first start with short films. Short films are easier because they're just shorter. <laughs> So if you make a 10-minute film, you make a 5-minute film, uh, those are easy, those are short, you're fine. Uh, and, and so, uh, yeah, with, but uh, there's something called screenplay format. I'll save that for another podcast, but you can just Google. Uh, I've had a pl plenty of friends who started making movies and they, they didn't know anything about screenplay format. And um, screenplay format is pretty important because what it means is like, you have to, you want to use the right format because basically one page of a screenplay represents one minute uh, on film, so to speak. Um, and so if you're a micro budget filmmaker, that means you're paying out of pocket, right? At the end of the day. So I made a romantic comedy where I paid out of pocket, used my own money. Um, and that's okay because my movie didn't really cost that much to make. So first of all, I didn't have that much money in my pocket. <laughs> Uh, so then because I didn't have much money in my pocket, uh, well, I mean, so I couldn't, I just couldn't by definition spend a lot of money, didn't have it, but still at the end of the day, I spent my own money. So, uh, so, so anyway, it's important to respect your screenplay format because you're paying for it, right? So, um, so the reason why you want to know it, in my opinion, on a micro budget level, micro budget is the fancy word for not really having a lot of money to make a movie. That's okay. You can still make an amazing movie. Just want to make that clear. But, uh, but micro budget means you just didn't have a ton of money when you made the movie. Not a problem. So, 
Uh, so anyway, when you make the film, um, my point is... Ah, yes. What is my point? One second. Basically, screenwriting format is like a thing. But I mean, that's another podcast, so don't worry about it. You can Google it. Um, the, the industry standard, like in Hollywood, is it's called Final Draft. Uh, yeah, and it's not too crazy expensive. Um, but anyway... So, uh, but yeah, talking, basically, you want to follow the screenplay format because you're paying for the movie yourself. Uh, And so, yeah, it's coming out of your pocket. So basically, the reason why you want to make sure the screenwriting format is correct is because, uh, let's say you write a screenplay in the right screenplay format and it's like five pages, then you you know how much it's going to cost you to like shoot five pages. Um, and so if you don't write it in the right format, um, you could write a five page screenplay. If you write a five page screenplay in the wrong format, you think it's five pages, but it could actually be like 20 minutes of film because you didn't follow the right format and 20 minutes of film. If we're talking in, in generalizations, 20 minutes of film is going to cost you more money to make than like five minutes of film. So, so form basically format's important because it helps you understand how much it's going to cost for you to make the movie. And if you're a micro budget filmmaker, it's essentially coming out of your pocket. So you want to know how much it's going to cost you to make the movie. <laughs> okay. But okay. Screenwriting format. That's another podcast. But, but, but uh, so at the end of the day, these are all little caveats, but basically, yeah, there's a technical side of filmmaking and you can like at each step of the way as you go you can Google how to do this. First step is you need a screenplay. That's what you need. Um, but so you can Google the technical side of filmmaking and there's tons of YouTube videos. There's tons of articles about, um, how to do all these things. But basically at the end of the day, just my general advice, don't get scared about the technology. Basically with filmmaking, you learn by doing. So if you do, one short film, if you do, well, one to two, I would say start with short films. So before I made my feature film, I'd made a couple of short films. And so you'll make some short films, you're going to use, uh, you know, the, the correct screenwriting, screenwriting format. I used uh, something called Caltex because it was free. Um, by all means, use the free stuff. Uh, final draft costs money. Uh, you, you know what I mean? So, you know, by all means, use the free stuff. But But basically, the more you practice making these short films, and when you make these short films, that's when you're going to practice using screenwriting format, you're going to practice casting, you're going to practice directing actors, you're going to practice editing, special effects, all that kind of stuff. You're just going to practice, you learn by doing. The more you do it, the more you're going to be like, oh, hey, it's not that big of a deal. And it's just not that big of a deal. Um, The more you do it, the more you realize, eh, no biggie. So, um, you're just going to learn all this stuff. So embrace the technology. And the reason why you want to embrace the technology is because the technical side of filmmaking is not as important as the poetic side of filmmaking. All right. Here's, so here's the thing. The real thing you're going to be practicing when you you direct short films, uh, you're not practicing. Yeah. You're practicing how to write a screenplay or how to set up the lights or how to edit you know, how to use logistically the editing software. You are going to practice those things. But the real thing you're practicing, the real, th- the, the thing that matters uh, is you're practicing um, how to, um, 
how to add your own voice, your own feel, your own flow to a movie uh, as the director, right? And honestly, as the director, I, the viewer, I want to see you bear a piece of your soul <laughs> because that's going to be interesting to me. And, and, and okay, so uh, so let's go. So a Martin Scorsese movie feels like a Martin Scorsese movie. A Patty Jenkins movie feels like a Patty Jenkins movie. Uh, a Kevin Smith movie feels like a Kevin Smith movie. So the tone, you are controlling the tone of the movie. Now, the movie can be any genre you want it to be. It can be a B-movie horror film. It can be like uh, a killer clown movie. It can be like a B-movie science fiction movie. Or, I mean, if you want to make like a serious like gangster movie or if you want to make like a serious drama, by all means... You pick any genre that you want to pick. Like the world is your oyster. But um, so it can be any genre you want. But even with that, you, the director, you're setting the tone of the film. And you're going to add your unique flow and feel to it. And listen, as a viewer, I want you to do that. Cause, because by you adding your authentic uh, authenticness to it, that's interesting to me. You know what I mean? Uh, and any piece of art, any piece of art, art where someone's burying their soul. I think of Jimi Hendrix uh, playing the Star Spangled Banger. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> That's not a word. I think of Jimi Hendrix playing the Star Spangled. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let me Google this. Star Star bangled. Star no, Jimi Hendrix. Sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, but he's he did the star. There it is. Okay, the star spangled banner. Okay, when I think of Jimi Hendrix doing the star spangled banner on his guitar, that was him bearing his soul because it's like it's it's such a powerful powerful uh powerful piece of music so so my point is yeah like it can be any genre you want it doesn't even have to be the serious genre it can be like comedy it could be like a slapstick comedy but even um charlie chaplin i mean his movies got really poetic in my opinion so so uh so anyway, what you're doing as the director, you're adding your own, um, your own feel, your own tone, uh, your own sensibility. You're art. You're adding your own poeticness to the movie that's unique to you, and that's what's gonna make the movie interesting to me, uh, the viewer. Okay, and then finally, so you pick any genre, you'll control the tone of the film. You're gonna have to have something to say. You don't have to be super preachy. Your message doesn't have to be super preachy. But basically in screenwriting or in filmmaking, what's like the theme of your movie? Like what do you want your movie to say? Do you want your movie to say like, you could just say, hey, people should be nice. You could use a killer clown movie to say people should be nice. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. But you definitely want your movie to say like, something because that just makes the movie interesting you don't I don't want 
you don't want the movie to feel empty. You know what I mean? Uh, you got to bear a little bit of your soul in your movie and just have something to say because that makes the movie more interesting. I don't even have to agree with what your movie is saying, but if your movie's saying something, then kudos to you because you're making a movie that's saying something. You know what I mean? Okay, so step two to making a movie is find a group of people who will support you and give you high fives. So it's so it's hard to explain, but um, I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, and the main uh, the main thing up here is the main industry up here is tech, right? So um, Google's up here, Salesforce is up here, Twitter's up here. Facebook is up here, so uh, um, the main industry in the San Francisco Bay Area is the tech industry, which is awesome. Uh, So for some reason, I don't know why every once in a while, um, if I say I'm a filmmaker, uh, people get weird or they get mean. (laughs) One of my friends, he's the same way. He's sweet. Um, He made a romantic comedy 90 minutes and um, he had a a little bit bigger of a budget than I did, but at the end of the day... It was a micro-budget film. He made it on his own. He went down down to L.A. and made it. But um, he's a really great guy. And um, and I would say, anyway. But basically, I've seen it with him. He was trying to build this, like, filmmaking, like, uh, kind of like a filmmaking, kind of like a support group. <laughs> so he was trying to do this filmmaking support group type of thing up here in San Francisco. And I saw people get kind of mean and weird with him. I don't know why. But basically, like, people, if you say you're a filmmaker up here, people um, treat you like you're Steven Spielberg or you're George Lucas, but not, like, in a nice way. (laughs) It's more like it's a little bit of an attitude of who do you think you are, that kind of thing. And, you know, I kind of at first I was surprised when I would get that sometimes. But now I'm not anymore, and I wait to tell people that I make movies. So one thing I want to let you know, since I'm a micro-budget filmmaker, I have, like, a day job. I mean, right now I don't. Uh, I'm currently unemployed, but um, yay. But um, but still, I have a day job, right? And I like my day job. I love my day job. Day jobs are great. Um, so, and I know my friend, like, basically he had a day job, and he had the means where he could, like, he he sort of went on sabbatical, but basically he, you know, took a pause from his day job and and made a movie. And, and for him, it was like, I don't know, I would say it's a positive experience. Um, but anyway, I think the outcome of it was, was pretty great, but, but still, um, um, but, but anyway, micro, micro budget filmmakers, you know, we're only making like a little bit of money, um, filmmaking. Um, I'm not Steven Spielberg. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't make what he makes. Not even close. Okay. So there's no reason. There's no good reason for people to get mean or weird. Like, uh, and so, but what, what slowed me down for the longest time is people being kind of negative and kind of throwing their energy at me in a way where it was like, who do you think you are? That kind of feel to it. And I would believe them. So it would, it would, I was like, oh yeah, who do I think I am making a movie? And it would slow down my productivity. And to be honest with you, that's silly. It's silly because anybody can make a movie. Like seriously, anybody can pick up a camera and make a movie. So it's not that big of a deal. Not anyone can perform surgery. (laughs) 
you got to go to year, uh, and I don't want to perform surgery, but you got to go to school for like 10 years before they let you actually like perform surgery. So it's like, okay, you know, by all means, be impressed by doctors or social workers or nurses. Be impressed by people who are like actually doing like impressive things. But like for filmmaking, like anybody can make a movie. It's not a big deal. It's getting more and more accessible. But anyway, so when I would run into people who are just sort of mean, is the best way I could put it, I, I'm i used to it now because I'm just used to people kind of getting weird. And so I wait to tell people that I make movies because people get weird. <laughs> they get so weird. I don't know why. But now I just, I wait. Um, and the reason I wait is because it's just, um, I don't want to deal with the weirdness or the meanness. And it's not a big deal when you make a movie. Anybody can do it. Anyone can pick up a camera and make a movie. It's not a big deal. Uh, but I want to tell you, if you want to make movies, honestly, if you have any ambition, if you want to follow your dreams, anything like that, you're going to need people who are going to high five you and say awesome and who are going to like pat you on the back and tell you how amazing you are. Like you're going to need people who are going to be like really, really, really good to you and support you. And I'm talking emotional support. I'm not even talking about like money or whatever. Or You you really need those soulmate type people. And And for sure, there's people out here in the Bay Area when I tell them I'm a filmmaker they're supportive and they're loving and they're kind. And those people are my soulmates. Um, and so for you, uh, listener, if you're going to start following your dreams, you're going to start feeling people get kind of weird because because you're following your dreams. Every day you're working on something that means something to you. And you have to keep going with that. I support you in that. And on my blog, I'm quoting myself. I said, dreamers need other dreamers. We do. We need these soulmate type people who are on the journey with us, who are giving us high fives, who are supporting us, who are loving us, and who are being good to us and supporting us and following our dreams. And reader, uh, listener, <laughs> I, I, I cannot stress enough that I care about you and I really, really, really support you and I implore you to make a movie and follow your dreams. You have to do it. If you feel a stirring in your soul, if you feel a calling in your soul, you need to follow that calling. Okay, so the third thing, um, the, the third step in following your dreams, I would say is uh, once I started making movies, I realized like, yes, it's getting more and more accessible and it is, but um, you know, okay, if you want to practice writing, you can practice writing for under five $5. You can buy a journal uh, at Ross, it is not expensive. You can buy pen and paper at Ross. It's not expensive. Uh, and you can practice your writing, practice journaling. And that costs less than $5, literally. But filmmaking, you need a camera at least. You need editing software at least. You got to write the script at least. So filmmaking, it's getting more and more accessible to regular people. And it is. It totally is. Um... But once I started getting into filmmaking, I realized like this whole filmmaking thing, like it costs money. Uh, and once I realized it costs money and like I had to kind of make peace with that because I grew up kind of poor. So not kind of, I definitely grew up poor, but um, because I grew up poor, I and, you know, my parents always had anxiety around money. Um, 
once I got into filmmaking out here in San Francisco and I saw just how much it costs, I was like, holy moly. I realized, yes, cinematography is important. Acting is important. Directing is important. All that stuff is important. Don't get me wrong. But I realized that, holy crap, this costs money to do. That's when I realized that studying marketing is important. I realized with my movie, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now as like, quote unquote, a regular person, um, marketing my movie is super important because this is a medium that does cost money. At the end of the day, it costs money. And I realized like the business side of filmmaking, I have to respect that. Now, here's the deal with marketing. Marketing is not screwing people out of their money. It's just not. Um, Marketing is, um, let's see. Marketing is, especially modern day marketing, especially like altruistic marketing, especially I call it bleeding heart marketing. Marketing is just providing a service to people, like being of value to other humans. That's all marketing is, I promise. And the two marketers I would really recommend uh, to start with, um, because if you have a you know a weird association with money, I did. I grew up poor. If, if, so it took me a while to make peace with the fact that I wanted to do something. I wanted to be part of a medium that just costs money. It took me a while to make peace with that. But once I did, uh, I'm okay with that. Like I'm, I'm following, in my opinion, God's calling in my life. And I'm doing something that I know is beneficial. So I'm okay with the fact that, hey, I'm, I'm part of a medium that does, that does cost money. And I'm okay with that. So marketing is altruistic it can be altruistic it is just marketing ideas so the two people i would recommend one person i would recommend on on marketing is a guy named seth godin g-o-d-i-n you can go to his website uh seth s-e-t-h um i'm subscribed to his blog so his blog comes into my email every day and he just talks about altruistic marketing he talks about why marketing is important, and um, yeah, uh, I would really recommend it. And he's a, he's a do-gooder. He's a bleeding heart. Um, yeah, I, I, and he's amazing. And I own two of his books. He's just a great guy. The other marketer I would recommend is Brendan Bouchard. And honestly, he's a personal development person. I'm really into personal development. And really what he's into is personal development, um, how to be your best, essentially, how to live an extraordinary life, that kind of thing. And all his stuff is based on science, neuroscience, uh, physiology, that kind of thing, as far as his books are concerned. Um, So I highly recommend his books. I own all his books. Um, I own two copies of some of his books, and he's just just really great. Um, But the other thing Brendan Bouchard does, if you go to his website, he also teaches marketing, especially marketing in a modern era. And marketing, I mean, I'm kind of doing it right now, just providing free information for your value to you right now if you happen to go to my website and you know purchase my movie awesome i'll take that (laughs) but modern day marketing is adding free value adding a lot of free value so what i'm doing right now as someone who's been an independent filmmaker for years and years and years i'm offering you like free advice uh no charge you're welcome (laughs) so um, that's kind of what modern day marketing is. And I love it. If you happen to go, go to my website and you happen to purchase my movie, awesome. I'll take that action. But, um, in the meantime, uh, 
modern day marketing is providing a lot of free value to people's lives. Um, and I can get behind that for sure. That's what this podcast is. Uh, me giving you filmmaking advice for free. You're welcome. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so anyway, but uh, Brendan Richard, uh, yeah, if you go to his website, uh, I think it's brendan.com, B-R-E-N-D-O-N, he, he talks about, he has like a, a course on marketing and it's marketing for regular people, like people like you and me, right? Uh, essentially, since we're regular people. So yeah, step three with filmmaking, if you really want to do this for real, for real, is studying marketing. Because somebody's got to pay for the camera. Um, my movie, everyone did deferred payment. And uh, and that's awesome, right? So in the sense that, hey, if my movie makes money, they get money for sure. But I don't know if I can do deferred payment forever. You know what I mean? I'd love to be at a place where I'm actually paying people. You know what I mean? Like paying people up front. So marketing is super important. Uh, it's not evil. Like making money is not evil. Um, if you grow up poor, like I did, I grew up poor. But I realized like if I want to do this for real, for real, and I want to do this for real with the whole filmmaking thing, um, I knew that marketing was something I'd need to study. And uh, yeah, start with Seth Godin. Because Seth Godin is very Godin is very altruistic, Brendan Burchard also altruistic. Start with those folks as far as marketing. Another one would be Marie Forleo. She's awesome. But modern day marketing, if you're like artsy fartsy like I am, uh, it's it's not some I don't know. It, it, you can be a do gooder. You can do good in the world and market. It, it, it's totally fine. So step three in filmmaking, if you want to do this for real, for real, you just want to study marketing. And if you're going to study, mar study marketing, start with Seth Godin and go with Brendan Burchard. Okay, so again, recap three steps to if you want to be a filmmaker. One, embrace the technology of filmmaking. You'll be fine. Uh, get your feet wet. The sooner you start, the sooner you'll realize it's not a big deal as far as the technology in regards to making movies. And as far as the technology, the caveat to that is um, you know, get poetic in your filmmaking, um, set the tone of the film, uh, put a little bit of your heart and soul into the movie. That what's, that's what makes the movie good. Uh, have something to say. You don't have to be super preachy, but have something to say in the movie because otherwise the movie's just kind of empty. Gotta say something. <laughs> okay. Um, step two, find a group of people who will support you and give you high fives as you're making movies. You're going to need soulmates. Uh, dreamers need other dreamers. You're going to need other dreamers when you're doing this, okay? Find the high fivers. And I am high fiving you right now over this podcast. Go for it, my friend. Make a movie. All right. And step three, if you're going to make movies like for real, for real, for real, for real, uh, study marketing. Uh, hire, it, when you sit down to write that screenplay, whatever it is, if it's a movie about uh, killer clowns, awesome. How are you going to market that movie about killer clowns? Uh, what makes it unique, right? Think about that as you sit down to write the screenplay. And and whatever genre you make your movie in, respect the conventions of that genre. If we're talking killer clowns, right, uh, there's usually some sort of creepy shot of the clown, right? Uh, and you got to respect that. So respect some of the, the conventions of a genre if you choose to go with a genre because uh, that's what the audience expects. And then you can add your own little twist to it, right? You can add your own little secret sauce to it. Uh, as far as the genre, to make it unique. For sure you can do that. 
uh, yeah. So those are my three steps on how to make a movie. I will be making more podcasts where I go more into logistics. But yeah, those are my three steps. Um, okay, I will leave you with the this quote. I'm quoting myself. <laughs> okay. All right, quoting me, Julie Kerr. First quote. All movies are awesome. Monster movies, action movies, romantic movies, all awesome. If a movie made you think, helped you experience catharsis, or just let you escape for a few hours, then it was a good movie. Okay, and now I'm going to quote myself again. Dreamers need other dreamers. Filmmakers, dreamers, artists of the world, we need each other. We need each other bad to support each other and love each other and be good to each other and to support us as we're bearing our souls through this medium of film. And let me tell you, the movie's no good if you don't put a little piece of your heart and soul into it, okay? Uh, you got you to gotta bear your soul a little bit so that the movie's interesting for me, the viewer, okay? All right, so those are my three steps on how to make a movie. All right, so... Uh, yes, I'm Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. Um, like and subscribe to this podcast, however way you're listening to it. Like for sure, check out all the other podcasts on, on, on my list. Uh, also, if you're feeling fun, if you want to have some fun, check out my website, www.juliekerrstudios.com. You can check out my movie there. I have tons of free content on my website. Um, and also, if you mosey on over to my website, join my email list. If you join my email list, you're the first to find out about discounts, uh, etc. And uh, yes, if you join my email list right now, you get free access to my free PDF uh, download that I designed and a free video that explains the PDF. So I grew up in an abusive home. I'm doing great. But as, you know, as an adult, because I grew up in an abusive home, I dealt with a lot of sadness. Totally makes sense. So I created, I started studying personal development. I've been studying personal development my entire life. But if you check out my website, um, you get, uh, oh, uh, with the PDF, I give you my daily habits. These are practical daily habits that I do that help me feel love, joy, and kindness every day. And life is tough. It's especially tough right now with the coronavirus. So anything I can do to help. So yeah, if you join my email list, you get access to the PDF that gives you the daily habits that I do to help me generate more love, joy, and kindness into my life every day. And there's also a video that goes with the PDF. Um, So yeah, totally join my email list. That would be super awesome. And then you get access to discounts on my movie, discounts on merchandise, discounts on the personal development course that I created. So yeah, it's all awesomeness if you join my email list okay all right so all right thank you for listening to this podcast and please please we're all quarantined right now so uh make a movie (laughs) take a look at your house or your front yard or your backyard uh that is your location how can you do some interesting things uh where you're living and make this kind of awesome movie are you stuck in the house with your family time to make a movie my friend (laughs) those or your actors. So, all right, go for it. Make a movie. Be awesome. Send me a link once you make your, make your film. I want to see it. All right. I'm Julie Kerr, uh, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. I hope you guys are being awesome. Gals, everybody, be awesome to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Make a movie today. You got it in you, and you have a really great day. I'll talk to you later. I'm Julie Kerr. Bye, guys. Love y'all.